Welcome to your Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. Uh, lots of headlines out there, but the big one for you is your the, the most dangerous step you take may be the first one out your own front door. <laughs> yes. I almost went down. Yeah. I'm not going to... Lie. Yeah. yeah, that's because the other roads have been treated for the most part. We've got temperatures above 33, 34, 35. Fortunately, we've got that going, but ramps, bridges, and overpasses could mm-hmm. be problematic. So do be careful out there. We've got over 500 school closings. You can check them out at WJR.com. This morning, got to tell you, I, I, I opened up my Wall Street Journal, and the guy that writes about sports for, for the journal, uh, Jason Gay, says this. I'll admit it, I laughed when Dan Campbell was introduced as head coach of the Detroit Lions. I thought he was pretty absurd. And, of course, he's referencing the biting of the kneecaps thing. And he Mm -hmm. says, this was Vince Lombardi trying to incite a (laughs) pre-kindergarten. On a scale of 1 to 10, Campbell was already a 700. Football coaching had morphed into a wonkier profession. And action hero Tough Talk wasn't in sync with where the game was going. And he says this morning... Wow, was I wrong, badly wrong, and I'm here to apologize. Detroit is roaring. Both of my kneecaps are gone. (laughs) Well, good. And Dan Campbell and the Lions are one victory away from the Super Bowl. You know, They are the talk of this town and every town. They are. And Rich Eisen is a guy who's a national sports talk show person, and he's saying, why not? There's one team in these playoffs. Okay, that's left. That's never won a Super Bowl, never been to a Super Bowl. The other franchises have, including the one most recently, right? One team is not. And that team is going to San Francisco with a whole boatload of house money. And the phrase for them, two words, why not? Yeah. Why not? Tell me why not. Just because of the Detroit Lions? Really? Really? We're going to do that? So he goes on to say that, you know, the Lions, just because their past is their past, doesn't mean anything about this year's team. And they love to go in places when people underestimate them and win. They did it in Kansas City. They did it in Green Bay when they had nothing to play for. They want to shoot out with the Chargers. And this guy's saying, why not? And I sort of got chills when he said it. Yeah. If, If there's a magic or a secret sauce to Dan Campbell, it's that he banned this talk of, well, you know, we've never done it. And it, we've always been, you know, this whole kind of thing that we're, we're born under a bad star. Yeah, the culture has been changed. He's changed the culture. The, yeah, the and, culture and, and we're not going to talk about that. You guys you guys were too young to even be part of that. And, and the, you veterans, you're too old to care. So <laughs> Yeah, and this yeah. team is loaded. He said, why not the sun god in a big game? Why not Jameer Gibbs in the big game? Yeah, they have Debo and McCaffrey, whatever. But so do the Lions. The Lions have weapons, and so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Stephen A. said yesterday, uh, if you don't have Debo, the Lions win. It's an equalizer if he's out, for yeah. sure. I love it when they say, well, he's 50-50. That sounds like they're playing the same game that we we did with, with the board. It's gamesmanship, yeah. but yeah. in an NFC championship, he's going to play, guys. He we... just may not be 100%. Yeah. I'm sorry. My head is still exploding over the Nielsen ratings for an afternoon game. Yeah, involving three, the Detroit three Lions. o'clock yesterday, right? The Bucks Lions viewership was forty point four million people. It was NBC's most watched NFL divisional playoff in thirty years. If you are wondering, that was nineteen ninety four when Joe Montana led the Chiefs to a win over Warren oh, Moon and the Lord. Houston Oilers. This goes to show you that people are behind our Detroit Lions.
Well, and it's they look. America loves a great story. Yes, they do. Right, and America loves a comeback story. These guys are the ultimate comeback story. Yes, this is Rocky, and a little comeback <laughs> yes. maybe for uh, Zach Ertz. Yes, the Super Bowl winner has been signed by the Lions. He's a tight end to just sort of bolster that tight end room because we've been losing some tight ends as of. <laughs> Late. Yeah, now he had a pretty severe injury coming off uh, his run with the Arizona Cardinals. Took himself out, didn't he? Quadricep injury. Um, That's a lot to come back He from. more than is happy to come here, though. He's, they're going to sign him into the practice squad and see if he can get ready for the 49ers game. Uh, that would be incredible. He's, be? he's a great talent. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how much gas he has left in those legs and whether that quad can hold up. But uh, we shall see. Uh, meantime, yesterday, what a magnificent press conference from Mayor Mike Duggan. It used to be you buy a house in Detroit. If you're looking for a return on investment, you just made a sucker's bet. Yep. Not anymore. Yeah, guy. Detroit's residential property values have surged by an impressive 23% since 2022, marking the eighth consecutive year of growth. Mayor McDuggan announcing yesterday that residents have collectively added a staggering $1.7 billion in wealth to their homes over the past two years, with every neighborhood in Detroit experiencing an increase. Notably, the boost was most significant in traditionally low-valued neighborhoods, a positive outcome championed by Councilman Fred Durhall III and Coleman Young II, who have actively campaigned for boosting black wealth. Mayor Duggan says that the worth of Detroit's residential property has tripled since hitting a low point in 2017 when property was valued at $2.8 billion, and now it's projected to reach $8.7 billion in 2024. This surge has propelled Detroit to the top of major cities with appreciating home value, suppressing even Miami in 2023. I don't care what you bought, Microsoft, Apple, I don't care what you bought on the stock market. <laughs> there was no investment in America that is better than a 300% gain in owning a house in the city of Detroit in the last seven years. Now, Mayor Duggan will join us at 819 to talk more about this and other Detroit issues here on JR Morning. Now, there are going to be folks who oh, well, my, you know, my property values go up, then the assessment goes up. If you are in an owner-occupied home, you get your homestead tax exemption, you're capped at 5%, 5%. right? Mm-hmm. So, And the other question is, is when is the legislature going to get it if it's duff and pass this <laughs> yes. land value tax concept? Well, some, we'll ask the Some mayor. call it radical, <laughs> but honest goodness, it could be such a game changer. We'll stop rewarding those that sit on properties mm-hmm. uh, that could be developed. And uh, we'll we'll see where that goes. The, the folks at Dixville uh, Notch, New Hampshire, <laughs> have spoken. Uh, all right. And, <laughs> that needs some work. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and they, uh, they have chosen all six of them at midnight, Nikki Haley, which uh, is relevant to absolutely nothing. But what is interesting here is, to me, how Donald Trump is characterizing the independent voters in New Hampshire. Understand this. Four out of ten voters in New Hampshire are independents. They have, they have found that they don't have a home in the Democrat Party anymore. They found they don't have a home in the Republican Party anymore. They find both sides too extreme. So they're, they're trying to find something else. She is trying to cater to them. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? That's how you win general elections. Mm-hmm. Well, not for Donald Trump. The people behind Nikki Haley are pro-amnesty, they're pro-China, they're pro-open borders, they're pro-war, pro-deep state, and they're actually effectively pro-Biden. He's trying to say that Democrats are going to be voting for Nikki Haley. Very few. They would have had to change their party affiliation. They have to jump through all kinds of hoops. Yep. 
Um, and that has largely not happened. I wonder, for, for Donald Trump, where's the upside in vilifying and maligning independent voters that you are going to need in November? Here in New Hampshire, Nikki Haley has made an unholy alliance with rhinos, never Trumpers, Americans for no prosperity. Did you ever hear of Americans for no prosperity? Globalists and radical left communists to get liberals and Biden supporters to vote for her in the Republican primary because that's what they do. Well, it's not what they do. It is what they do in New Hampshire. And you signed up for that when you decided to cast your lot there. The real question is going to be those 40 percent independents will enough show up for Nikki Haley to give her a chance at being an alternative to Trump? Or does it all die in the frozen fields of New Hampshire uh, on Wednesday morning? We will find out in in a few hours. But uh, the polls are already open there, and they are underway. We'll be covering it all for you here on News Talk 760 WJR uh, when we come back. Pete Holstra, the new chair of the Republican Party. Or is he? And what about that late phone call from Mar-a-Lago that put him over the top? Who was calling and what did they say? We'll talk to Pete Oakstra next on JR Morning.